Hi guys, welcome back to the Arriving Truth Podcast. It's great to be with you all again. And so we're going to continue the conversation we started in the last episode about obedience. So we are just talking about how important obedience is to our Christian walk. You know, why is it, why is it important? What is it really? You know, what is the premise of it? And um, we want to hear some experiences from people, you know, so we can actually see this thing is actually important. It actually works. It's possible to be the little of the Lord in your everyday life, you know. So as we started last year, we are going to have a guest on the podcast or we have a guest on the podcast who is going to just join this conversation, you know, and you guys get to listen in and hopefully there will be a few things that you can learn and take home with you, you know, things that would inspire you to also, if you haven't already started walking in obedience, you know, started that journey of learning to obey, you know, the Lord's leading, you will pick up, start your journey. And if you stop some way, you'll be encouraged to start again. You know, so on the podcast today, we have Timla D. Salami, and she's going to introduce herself to you. Please, you have the floor. Everyone, it's good to be a guest on the show. And um, my name is Timla D. Salami. I'm a poet, um, I'm a creative writer, and I currently lead in. I'm currently leading an environmental organization that I started for our last three years. And that's pretty all about me. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, um, on the conversation about obedience, what do you think obedience is? Okay, so I would just simply put it as not just hearing God's word or not just hearing God speak to you, but also acting accordingly to what he has told you with precision, accuracy, and speed. Mm. Okay. What's the premise really for us obeying God? I mean, after salvation, um, that's, I mean, for some people, that seems like that's the end of it, you know? Okay, so now I'm saved. Life goes on, you know? What really is the premise for us um, learning to obey God? Okay, so I'll just use um, a very, very good example that we all can relate to. So we have our father and our mother give birth to us, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll tag as salvation, a new, we are being, we are born again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though we have our father and our mother just merely giving birth to us, doesn't mean that we are born again. But let's just use that analogy. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you get to the earth and you start you start living with them and they start to give you instructions because they love you. There is a fire burning somewhere or maybe there's a candle lit up somewhere and they're like, oh, don't go there. It's going to hurt you. As a child, you don't. it's just something flaming up. You don't know if it's hurtful or not. But your parents are there to guide you. So if we have such, such thinking with our parents that even earthly parents... Let's now take it to God, who knows mm. everything about us right before we were formed. So I think that the premise for obedience, basically to me, it's, it is love. Mm. Because if you really love somebody, you're going to obey them. Mm. It's actually amazing how we have a um, romantic relationship with our partners. And anything they want, we try to get it for them. We try to do our best to make them happy. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it comes to God, 
you think that there is something you can just fly through and not follow through the process. But I think that the, the highest form of showing that you actually love somebody is to obey them and do what they want. Mm. So if God, and God will never allow his children to go astray, he wouldn't want us to be in a situation where we'll just be caught up and be like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. So God gives instructions. Mm-hmm. And because he knows that we are supposed to love him because mm-hmm. we first loved us, it is easier that we to obey him because we fully trust him that he cannot lead us astray. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, I know that the the basic premise of, of obedience for us is love because I love God, I want to obey God. Mm-hmm. And there is no there's no other person I think I should I should give so much interest to obeying them mm-hmm. than God, apart from yeah. our earthly friends, families and all of that. Mm-hmm. So if you can obey our parents even with fear and tremble, because some parents can be very very funny we love them now let's now go to god who actually loves us the way we are mm-hmm. and he, us, he knows everything about us yeah. even before we enter our mother's room so it is just okay to say that you want to obey somebody because you actually love them mm. Mm. that's actually very important the premise because sometimes sometimes we think of obedience especially depending on the background you've come from a lot of us have had to obey out of fear, you know, just because of fear, you know, but it's like with God, he's inviting us to obey him from a place of love, you know, of knowing that yeah. he actually loves us, you know, he really Even having mm-hmm. to, having to, because I, I read somewhere, yeah. I think two days ago, like I've been, I've been on the subject of fear, what does it really, really mean to fear God? And if God says we should fear him, what does it really, really mean? I think that when we fear the things that are earthly, I mean that we are scared of dying or we are scared of things not going out well. Those are the things that we pay attention or fear to. And um, if God says that we should fear him, he's not out of a place of fear. Let me use that word. It is out of a place of love yeah. and um, out of a place of reverence because I know he is God. I fear him, and the, that kind of fear is from a place of love, not a place from a place of agitation, or you, you, you feel like God is just going to strike you one day, and you just you're just going to give up, or you're just going to die. Mm-hmm. So we should fear God from a place of love, and that is the only fear we should actually have because it cancels out every other fear. Mm. So it's but but obedience basically should be from a place of love. Even fear should be from a place of love because mm. you reverence this thing, yeah. acknowledge that. He, God, then true. Then there, there are people that we that, that we give reverence to and we honor. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, in church setting, it doesn't mean that you fear your pastor it's because you understand the anointing that is on him and you yeah. understand what God has placed on him. So you don't you don't fear him from place of agitation. Oh, he's just going to curse me one day and I'm just going to die mm-hmm. or something or things to go back. You you fear him from place of love and you honor him. Mm-hmm. So I I think that if you can do that for things that even physical then why should we now say for god yeah to be different that's very important especially if this is your first introduction to this subject of obedience it is so important to understand that it's first from place of love you know that that's that's the new testament life you know this is from a place of love we don't just do things because oh ah it's going to strike me down oh ah because i mean if if god was a dictator 
you know them everybody should be safe everybody right now. should be safe <laughs> i was about to say that <laughs> we should all be safe whosoever wants to come in is welcome mm-hmm. but never come to say mm-hmm. i accept you as christ and my savior and all of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing actually because there's no other life outside that true that so is so so, god, so true god is not a dictator mm-hmm. but he gives everything freely everything mm-hmm mm-hmm very true and and there's also also something you mentioned about um it's, it's like there's a wisdom to being god as you actually wise when you choose to be god because like you said if yeah. he's the one that created you he's the one that knows you you know mm-hmm. he's the one that has a plan for your life he's the one that formed you before you were even formed they knew you right that means it only makes logical sense to obey him yeah Definitely. And I, I don't know where I was even reading it, where there was a, there's a link between fear and, and wisdom. Mm. And I, I, I've forgotten the um, Bible um, verse, but it spoke, it's just a one line, evil fears God, is filled with wisdom or something. But like that verse really, really changed so much for me because... The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. What do you say? Is it the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if that is what people say. Okay. But I read it. Uh, I'm trying to find out. I read it in message version. So oh, okay, really, okay, okay. Really staying home and all of that. But basically, it's just the fact that he who fears the Lord. Yeah. Because just the way we want to get married, you say marry a man that fears the Lord. It just means marry a man that you can basically report to the Lord because he fears the Lord and God is his father mm-hmm. and he's not from a of and because you fear the Lord, you have wisdom you know that these are the things I'm supposed to do as a child of God. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And I, I even want to put it this way. My parents, when they are not dictators, but because I love them and I, and I, and I honor them, mm-hmm. there are some things that they, as, they, as a child of my parents, I, I, can't, I can't even do, even before I, I, I got to know Christ. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So I won't go out dressing in a particular way I won't say some things because if my if my father hears me saying those things, he might just say something to me or just caution me. But we are even thankful that God is not like like some of our earthly parents. Mm-hmm. Who know that is they, they train us in the wrong way. God wants us to love him. He doesn't he doesn't want us to love him from, I mean obey him from a place of fear. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. No, but if you fear God the fear of God is not even agitation. It is, like I said, it is from a place of love. I love God. So I'm going to obey everything he's going to tell me. Because mm-hmm. in the end, it just it just favors you because God definitely has nothing to lose. True. Do you understand? That is so true. He definitely has nothing to lose. So the earlier you obey him with precision, because there are lots of us that God gives instructions to, and we just, just the way you get revelations, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And you're like, oh, you're dancing around it. And God is telling you, till the land, there's still gold under. Go mm-hmm. like this, go this way, go mm-hmm. to the right, meet this type of people. And the moment you miss it by a second, it's just like, I've been in spaces where just a second change everything. Mm. God, God asked me to step out. As I stepped out, I found somebody I've been trying to look for for the past three years to introduce something to. So all those funny, funny, tiny little details. Mm. That we take granted, God is actually interested in it because God wants us to be so close to Him. When when they say God is a jealous God, it's not it's not from a place of oh I'm going to kill anybody I find with you. No, 
because he loves you, he loves you so much. Mm. He doesn't want anybody to share to share um to share you with him. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So that is what it is. So if you have that close relationship with God, and it's actually interesting because the more you spend time with God, mm-hmm. the more you begin to hear, He begins to sing different songs to you. Yeah, He begins yeah. to tell you with so with true. so much you hear it so much clear, mm-hmm. and you know what to do. So you're not confused. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, I did not hear this thing. Well, am I supposed to go to Oyo? Am I supposed to go to Lagos? Am I? So all those things like that. Mm. I I think obeying God will really go a long way. Because the people think there's once you love God, you should obey Him. True, very true. That's actually a great point. What you brought up about the more you hear Him, you know, it's it's that that indicates that it's actually a journey. You know, it doesn't just happen in one day. But as you keep, as you keep, you know, inclining your ears, as you keep spending time with Him, you know His voice. You know, and you're able to obey Him. Mm -hmm. And this is the way I say it. So imagine they are like. There, there are two people and one is at the end of the street and I'm trying to reach out to somebody, like maybe just shout your name and I just shout, Tammy, and you're at the end of the street. You're not going to, you You might hear somebody just call your name faintly and you try to turn back, is somebody calling me? Do you understand? Mm-hmm. But when I say me, and you're, the closer you get to me, the more you hear my voice. So that is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to scream, I don't need to shout and that is why for example, if God is trying to tell you something, and you that's why some people say, Oh, I'm doubting it, I'm not sure if it is God's voice. Probably you are even far away, and God God speaks every day. So mm. it's not left to us to the avenue to hear what he has to say. Yeah. And it doesn't happen by magic. You have to be consistent in the place of prayer, in the place of worship, and you have to speak in tongues. Mm-hmm. Because that is where you get to you get to you get to hear a lot of things that are not for mind consumption or the physical <laughs> things mm-hmm. that people just think you know they don't even make sense to you and that is why he's good because mm-hmm. he used the wisest man appears so foolish in his eyes mm-hmm. because he's god so you can't really really understand his ways mm-hmm. even though the more we get close to god he begins to show us things treasures mm-hmm. and all of that so i, I think that that's just because you have to be consistent mm. so you can't be at the end of the streets today there but God is so good. He's so merciful. You can be at the end of the street today and you come back, you still meet him where you left him. True. So, we need, we need for our own sake, because mm. God will always be there. He will mm. never leave. But for our own sake, to tune into that room, we need to constantly be in a, in a state of prayer and worship. Mm. And the Word. You yes, have to so. read the Word. Because yeah. nothing outside the Word works. Preach. <laughs> that is so, so, so true. And I mean, just in case you're listening and you have, maybe you once were quick to be and everything and you have taken 20 steps back, this is also a reminder that God is he's such a merciful father, that such a good father that loves us in ways that man cannot understand, you know. So if that is you, please quickly, quickly go back and amend your ways and begin to spend time with him again. You know, he's always ready to take us on this journey, always ready to walk with us through it. You know, he himself wants us to 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 grow, you know, to know his voice better, to be able to obey. He actually wants that for yeah. us. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So can you give us an example? You know, maybe an everyday example of something you've experienced, you know, how you you heard him or you just felt it in your heart and you decided to obey and what happened? 
Um, okay, so um, I'm just going to use this example, and I think I've shared this story once on my Instagram page. So I wanted to actually become a doctor. Mm. Yeah, I had the dreams. Not, not parents first or anything. So I resumed school, and um, I'm going to make this as short as possible, and I gained admission into University of Lagos in Southern Medicine, um, dentistry as a major, anyways. Then what happened? We're supposed to move to College of Medicine. So the way it happens, you spend your first year in the school, I mean in the university, then they move you all to um, College of Medicine in your 200 level. Mm-hmm. So they had a path mark and because I, I think that my sets, they were just too brilliant and intelligent. So a lot of us passed the past mark. So they had a number of people they wanted in the um, at the college. But now a lot of people passed. So what were they going to do? They had to cut a lot of people off of rather where we're about 50 or 60 or 70 there about we were many and my name was my name was was cut off and replaced with um two other guys i don't even know where they came from they were not even in my department but only god knows what happened then it just happened when we had a protest and all of that and they said there was no going back we got a lawyer but there was no going back mm. the university the college would not accept us any longer so we had the we had midpoint, I'll call it midpoint. Mm. What we're going to do, I, I couldn't write exams again to now start school all over. Like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> well, how am I going to do it? So they they had to give us another course, and I was given marine biology. So I went to the school to go register, and that was how it started. Firstly, before I even, it's all the things I'm saying, it's not like it sounded, sounded easy. So imagine you having dreams to be a doctor and somebody is telling you to go and study ocean. They <laughs> don't relate at all. And all through my first year in school, I was in that faculty of science and I never knew any course bearing marine biology because oh, wow. I can't understand why I should be studying ocean mm-hmm. and fishes <laughs> when I can be treating people. I don't get it. <laughs> so I resumed. I, re- I resumed my second. Um, my second year. I entered the university. I mean, I entered the the department almost like I think four weeks to exam. So it's really really affected my grades. So I began. I began to have second thoughts. Like, okay, what was going to happen? Should I just come out, drop out, and start a whole journey in another school? Because I really never wanted Junilag. God mm-hmm. knows. So I. God just told me that no, I have a place for you in here, and I'm going to make everything. How am I going to put it? I'm going to compress all the times you've lost. I'm going to compress it. And so many things are going to happen to you in three years that you can never imagine. So I had bad grades. So sometimes, even when God is speaking to you, it doesn't mean that our life as a believer, God never promised us sweet, 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 sweet. Mm. So things are going to happen. But the proof of we having Jesus is the fact that when those things come, they don't meet us down. They make us ready. Mm. They meet us warded. Mm. We we are we are talking from a place of of abundance, yeah. and we know we know what we carry. We know who we are. Mm. So it wasn't like, yeah, I was a child of God. I'm still a child of God, and I'll continue to be a child of God. But I still had bad grades. In, my, in fact, I had I think I had E's, like three E's, my first my first time in the department. So, but as time as time was going by, I I began to have good grades and all of that. So. If you ever hear me say I'm an environmentalist, that was where all the journey started from. And I, I'm actually saying today that if I'd gone for medicine, I would have probably dropped out. Mm. That's number one. I'm very sure because I began to realize that 
the things I was, the things I actually thought I could, which um, like stand mm-hmm. and all of that. When I began to see my friends do them, I'm like, no, this is not my place. Mm-hmm. And this is not my place doesn't mean that this is not my place forever. It might be that God wants wants me to go in a particular way in a particular time. Mm-hmm. So you can see me next year, next two years. I'm in med school already. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So at that I had to obey God, and I knew that God had so much plan for me in that three years. In that three years, the platforms I would have, if I'd gone for medicine, I would never have gone on such platforms. I would never have met people I wanted to meet. Mm. In fact, my life is a different tone that I'm really appreciative of, and I'm thankful because when I was in school, I met a whole lot of people that that that, that encouraged me on my spiritual journey, mm. and I was explaining before I converted to a Christian. So me going to Unilag, meeting people of group as in as in meeting people that really, really love God. Like like they love God and all of that. So it really, really helped my my spiritual journey. And I'm grateful for every setback because I I, I know how many people have told the story that it has shaped them to to walk in the same path and mm-hmm. also make them realize that okay, there's a, a place for you here. Mm-hmm. Because you had a lot of of people coming back from college of medicine, I think in their 300, 400 level after spending like four years in med school, wow. and they brought them back to my department. So it was more like encouraging team. Mm-hmm. You can sometimes go through day for other people, not even for your mm-hmm. own journey. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand time, decision, and accuracy. And if God says good day, you know it that it is God speaking to you, but your human mind cannot comprehend why you should go and study fish because it is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, of that, and because you have the normal Nigerian system where everybody thinks you should be a lawyer, a doctor, mm-hmm. and all of that, mm-hmm. and now this is you. Everybody thinks that yeah, actually, my my grandma thinks I'm currently a nurse, even though she. I'm trying to explain to her that no, I currently nurse fish and ocean. <laughs> so, <laughs> for everything to together for oh, for good. our good, mm-hmm. and I'm currently doing my youth service in Abuja, and I'm. I'm currently serving at the Ministry of Environment. And God just orchestrated everything. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And finally, a case of obedience that that really, really worked for me while I was coming for my youth service in Abuja. So I had... Actually, I knew I was going to come to Abuja. Mm-hmm. And this is it. I did, not like I have any family member here. I don't have anybody here. Do you get so I, I knew I was going to come to Abuja, but I don't know how it was going to happen. So I, when when the name came up and the place I was going to serve came up, it appeared to be Abuja. Now, this was me, pumped up and happy to go to Abuja, but this was also me. I don't know what's going to happen to me after the camp. Mm-hmm. You get? Mm-hmm. So all of those things. And I met people at some conferences while I was in Lagos. And we had talks. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, these people have access. They're going to help me get into this kind of space and all of that. So God literally shut all of them off. I mean, I was calling their numbers, like four people. Mm. And their numbers were in group. Or it, was, wow. or it was going through and they were cutting my calls. So this was like two days before we left camp. And I'm just mm. like, okay, God, I don't understand. You brought me in here. So you can never... Leave me stranded. So that was my reality. Mm-hmm. And somehow, somehow, somebody that I've even never seen in my life undoed everything for me. And how I even got to work at the Ministry of Environment, I didn't even have to do any, any like they call it, legwork. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Wow. 
So that's what I have to say about obedience. So sometimes God is telling you to go to a particular place. I like, no, I don't have myself sorted. You don't need to have yourself sorted. God already sorted places mm, for you. Very true. And I feel like I couldn't have had it better with my youth service than mm. coming to this place. Yeah. Because God knows you are here. You get. So that is the way God works. You you can never that you you won't understand until you actually obey. Mm-hmm. And God's own to give you your own is to obey the instruction. You don't need to know how it is going to happen. Mm. The day I learned that it really really started working for me. Mm. Because most times as like, human we are configured to always have it all figured out. Yes. That plan A, plan B, when I move like this it needs to happen like this. But no, God mm. wants to blow your mind. So, so always true. allow him to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Wow, that's amazing. And I mean, um, in rounding up, just to highlight some of the things she said from her story. Um, if you need to yeah. listen to it again, please listen to it again because there are a lot of good stuff in that. You know, how that, when you will be, sometimes it's it's for you, yes, but the ripple effect it has on other people, you can't even begin to imagine. You know, I mean, imagine if she didn't, you know, listen to God and decided to go to another school you know, to try and do medicine again. It would have been a completely different path, you know. Imagine if um, she didn't listen. There would have been encouragement for those other people who were in that position. You know, there's so many other things that wouldn't have happened if she didn't make that move and just listen to what the Holy Spirit was saying. You know, so in case you're listening and, you know, there's something the Holy Spirit has told you to do, or you there's something on your heart, you know, please go ahead and do it. Because the effect is is beyond... And I mean, till today... She's still living in the effect of, you know, the, the effect of that singular um, decision to be what the Holy Spirit said, you know. So, um, do you have any last words of encouragement for anyone listening there who is currently in a place of deciding whether or not to be what God has told um, him or her? Um. Okay. So what I'm just going to say is it's not going to be easy, mm. honestly. But I always say this, God God doesn't give you, God w- won't give you something that he knows that you cannot handle. Mm. So when when a particular character in the Bible was stammering and said, I can't, I can't, I can't speak well, God said, not really about that you get. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like towards this end, I will just say that, there's somebody that might probably listen to this and you're feeling like it's because of um, something part of you. I mean, maybe you can't speak well, you can't talk well, you're not really outspoken or you've tagged yourself an introvert. So God is telling you, take this step. You're like, oh, I can't do this. I don't look so good. I don't Mm -hmm. look because you are so conscious of how we look and how people see us that we have decided to ignore what God actually wants to use us for in a particular space. Mm. So, um, and um, I'll just say this to close. If God tells you to do something, please don't dance around it. It's mm. just like God giving you a land and he says, oh, go and till that land. You're like, oh my God, I just got three, um, three acres of land. No, there's still more. You have to dig deep. Dig deep. There's gold. There's whatever you might you might be looking for. But if you dance around it, just wave some some believers dance around them, revelations these days, and we don't take actions. You need to obey God, mm. and by obey to act. Don't just dance around the sweet sounding revelation and all of that, mm. and just believe. See, I cannot. 
you can't do something doesn't mean that God cannot do it. So everything mm-hmm. that you cannot do, God mm-hmm. can do it. Everything that you are not, God is. So mm-hmm. step into places, be bold, and God got you. You already prepared it before you came. So ride on and mm-hmm. fly on the wings of Christ. So awesome. that's, that's all I have to say. Awesome. Thank you so, so, so much for coming to the podcast. We have had a wonderful time. And there are a ton of nuggets here. So please, guys, if you did not listen properly, Please listen again to this and share with a friend. Thank you so much, Imladi. And if you want to reach her or follow up, um, follow her up on her work and all of that, you can, I think, her, what's your handle? What's your IG handle? Tell me the poet. T-E-M-I-T-H-E-P-O-E-T. Okay, great. So, guys, that's it. So, thank you very much. God bless you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. So till the next episode, I hope you guys are learning. I hope you are growing as we are all growing. God bless you.